Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. out there in the podcast universe. This is David from Light the Fight. Thanks for joining us for another episode. Uh, today, I'm just riding solo without my co-host, Heidi. And I'm just going to share a few thoughts with you about some things that you guys can do as parents and why you should do it as parents to help you fortify a stronger connection with your teenagers that then you could bring that connection to some tough conversations. Because let's face it, guys, there's tough conversations with your kids in the future. I'm not a mind reader, but if I was a mind reader or a fortune teller, I would predict difficult conversations with your children in the future. Not just little children, teenagers, and even adult children too. So I call this one full-time parent, part-time friend. So most of you out there are so busy, not just with work, but worrying about all the things you need to do to make sure your kids have a mentally, emotionally, physically successful, happy life, that that's, that the stress of those things can kind of bog you down and get to the point where you may not always be patient. You may not always think about the things that you need to do to fortify the relationship with your child so that when things do pop off and they do get intense and serious, you already have that deeper connection with them. So with full-time parent, part-time friend, that's just a way that I tell people to help them remember that obviously as a parent, that's something that never stops. In the past, you would hear things, and, and I don't, I'm sure some people still say this now because it's, there's a lot of truth to this. You'd hear parents say things like, you can't be your child's friend. You can be friendly, but you can't be their friend. Or in other words, you can't try too hard to be their friend. A lot of parents throughout the years get caught up in this trap where they want to be liked by their kids. They want their kids to accept them and they just want influence over the kids. So using this saying, full-time parent, part-time friend, helps you realize that you can be both. You can be their parent. You can give them advice. You can tell them to pick up their clothes and clean their room and do all those things. And you can time out from those moments and you can be like a friend. Someone that can talk to them softly, someone that can approach them in a way that they would feel so comfortable and so invited, you know, into your presence that they would open up and confess and share deep things with you. Now, if you're a parent listening to this and you think, gosh, well, I already have this relationship with my kid. Well, it's because you intuitively figured out that even though you're a parent, it doesn't mean you can't play the role as a friend. Now, of course, you're never going to be a close you know, friend in the sense that you're even remotely the same age as them or that you're thinking the same way that they are, but you can be like a friend in the way you listen, the way you give suggestions, the way you support them, and the way you help them through difficult times. Right now, um, in 2021, there's a lot of things that have been a carryover from 2020. Uh, many parents listening to this, your kids are still doing school online. I know in California, most of 
almost not all schools have been online since the beginning of the school year. Well, since the pandemic started last year. So the disconnect that comes from people, adults and teenagers constantly being on devices while they're around each other and not really having a lot of time away from each other, especially if you're doing homeschool, it can create this sense of you don't really want to open up and talk to people sometimes that are always around you and seeing every single thing that you're doing. So as a parent, the way that you can work around this is you can take your child, even if you have multiple children, and you can remove you and the child away from the situation, but it has to be random. Here's the trick. If you plan too much time to spend with your kids, now I'm not saying planning time to spend with them separately from the other family members is a bad thing, but if you do it too much, it may sound like this. Hey, uh, little Susie, um, I feel that because we've been so busy lately, we haven't spent a lot of time together. I'd really like to go hang out with you and do something. Uh, what would you like to do so we can just hang out and spend time together? You may get lucky and you may have a teenager that says, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you to ask me this. I was wondering why you didn't want to hang out with me. But from my experience, it's not the typical response. The typical response will be, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm uh, 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 right. Like there's going to be a lot of awkward silences. There's going to be a lot of, I don't knows. So instead you can approach it in this way, walk into your kid's room one day and say, you know what? We got to do something to switch things up. They may look at you and go, what do you mean? Switch things up. Tell you what, you got a little break between practice or between, you know, singing, choir, whatever it is your kid's up to, say, when you got a break and you're done with that, I got a little surprise for you. You don't have to ask permission to surprise someone because it wouldn't be a surprise. Now, the parents that have tried this, they have different ways of approaching it, but kind of spur the moment, bringing it on your child, but picking a time when you know that maybe it's during a homework time. Maybe they're stressed out with homework and you walk in the room and go, okay, wrap up the homework, close up, you're done for now. If you're a parent that's been nagging them and getting on them about doing their homework and they're in a good little homework zone and you come to them and say, wrap it up, homework time's done now, we got to do something that's more important, they're going to be very curious, wondering what the heck you're talking about, so you're definitely going to have their intention. It's at that moment you would have already come up with a plan, take them to grab a bite to eat, take them to run some errands. Just kind of snap out of it because that's what friends do. Friends will interrupt their friends' lives because friends see that their friend is stressed, struggling, or just needs a break. And so friends will come and say, listen, forget about that. You can do it later. Let's go have fun for a little bit. So if you do that as a parent and shock your kids and do it, you know, catch them off guard, like I said, this automatically sets up a stage of something that a friend would do. Now, let's say you, you use the example of just going to grab like, I don't know, some yogurt, some ice cream or a treat or something like that. If they look at you, why are we doing that? Well, why are we going to get ice cream? Why are we running some errands? You know, something that's fun or interesting to them in the middle of a homework assignment. Why would you stop this and why would you do this? And this is how you can respond. You tell them because you realize you've been so busy. They've been so busy. You've forgotten to do and take care of the most important thing in your life, which is them. You could even say, if you're a brave parent, you could say things like, 
I figured I'd take a, a break off of nagging you or you feeling nagged or you having homework, or maybe you could just tell them I was doing work and I'm tired of doing work and there's no one I'd rather hang out with than you. Even if you don't have a great relationship with your kid, they may be surprised by that, but they are going to be curious what's going on. Take them out to grab a bite to eat. As you're eating there, you don't sit there and interrogate them. You don't ask them questions about their day and how they've been doing. You just maybe bring up an old memory. Tell them, hey, remember when we went on that trip uh, to the beach to California before California was locked down? I'm talking from my own personal experience here, someone living in Utah. Man, I remember we went there and, you know, I remember that one picture. Pull up that picture and say, hey, you know, what was that one kid's name that you met there on the beach? Just start this conversation where you're curious about something that was important and a memory to them. Getting someone to tell you a story or to talk to you about a situation where they had fun or a good memory is a whole lot better than you asking them, so how was your day? So did you have this? Did this happen? Did this happen? Now, mind you, these are not bad questions to ask, but if you want to be a part-time friend, then you got to separate the parent for the moment. Friends are really good at bringing up memories, remembering things that help you like enjoy a good time. Talking about things, a funny story. Even if you've heard the story from your kids a lot of times, ask him, what was that story again? Oh, who was that kid's name? Be inquiring about something that they think was a good time and that they wouldn't mind talking about. As you have a conversation like this, it's going to feel much more organic. It's going to feel much more like you're just hanging out instead of you're trying to hang out. If you do this randomly, And often enough, you'll get different ideas. I'm just giving you one specific idea and one specific way as a parent you can do this, but it's going to give you ideas. New opportunities are going to come up. You may even have your kids say something like, that was fun. You know, we should do that more often. And you say, oh, really? Well, maybe we should plan something. See, if you start off with some randomness, it's really taking a page out of social media's handbook or out of video games. Randomly on a video game, an Easter egg will pop up, a little surprise, a little treasure that you go, oh, wow, if I go over there and I pick up this thing, I could get a new weapon if it's one of those type of games. I could get some money. I could get some sort of special powers, but it's not planned. It's totally unpredictable. Same thing with social media. Notifications drop down. You have no idea why that notification dropped down. You have no idea exactly what's happening, so you got to click on it. You want to use the same approach in your relationship with your kids. If you're predictable as a parent, if you're always saying the same thing, if you're always trying to come at them with, okay, well, let's talk about your day or, you know, um, you know, let's spend some quality time together. That's not natural. That's not how friends do it. Friends are spur of the moment. They're random because when randomness happens, it's exciting. You're curious about what's going to happen next. Where's my parent going to take me? Always make sure that places that you're going to take them or things you surprise them with are things that you know that they're not going to hate and they're definitely going to like or be interested in doing. They don't have to cost a lot of money. They don't have to um, be something extravagant. It has to be random. It has to be entertaining and it has to be natural. You bring the natural by not trying to make this 
an appointment with your kids where you're scheduling a time to talk with them and get to know them better because as a good parent, you're supposed to spend time with your kids. No, good parents trying to spend time with their kids and doing it in a very obvious way can seem a little suspicious and it's just not natural. So full-time parent, part-time friend. Give us a, a shot and let us know um, what you think about this. Um, you can shoot us some emails. You can shoot us some DMs. Here in 2021, light the fight. We got new wind our sails. We're coming back at you. We're going to do a lot better this year than we did last year in the quarantine. I've confessed I've had some mental breakdowns. Uh, I can't speak for Heidi, but I know she's uh, been restructuring lots of things in her life. But we're back at it this year, ready to give you the fresh off the press information that we have from working with other families, other teenagers, other kids, and other people who are also trying to figure out how do they level up in all their relationships in their life. So if Heidi was here, she'd tell you this next part, but since she's not, I'll go ahead and do it for her. And that is, thank you guys for joining the uh, the team Thank you for following us. Thank you for giving us reviews. Thank you for sharing podcasts with your friends. And most of all, thank you for helping us to light the fight. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.